You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. I'm not sure what the f*** this is. I'm about to find out. The vodka and Kahlua? I have no idea. It's like sugary dog shit. <laughs> A birthday teening. That's appropriate. Happy birthday to whoever in the hell made this drink. But it's not my birthday, so I will not finish it. Please bring me my next beverage. Is this, uh, would this be a cosmopolitan? Yes. It's not a bad drink. I'm quite enjoying it. And I'm going to finish it off. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I love alcohol. Uh, Let me give it a taste. That's got to be a green apple teeny. Uh, <laughs> apples are good for you. So an apple teeny a day probably would keep the doctor away. And that's taken from an alcoholic standpoint of view. I'm done with this drink. I would like another, please. He's infringing upon Christopher Daniels' gimmick. This is finally a sex on the beach. This is finally a sex on the beach. I've always heard about this illustrious cocktail. Not a fan. Next drink. Yeah. Damn, you might as well pour the rest of it. I would call this, give me one of those red piles of shit. <laughs> oh, a Jolly Rancher shot. These are the kind of drinks that just piss you off. A little sun bitch like this, if you put it in a frilly glass and put a couple of little umbrellas in there, probably set you back 10 bucks. For what? A case of sugar diabetes and no buzz? that drink. Now, if y'all ain't got nothing else for me to drink, I'm gonna haul ass. No, I'm serious. I'm about to haul ass if y'all have no better shit than this to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 32. Oh, hell yeah. That's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Long overdue episode here. Uh, we'll call this our Stone Cold Focus Group. With me today, uh, a couple of esteemed colleagues from the JP Wu, the Juice Pro Wrestling Universe. With me, as always, except for when he's on uh, holiday, as the pricks on flicks like to call it. It's fucking it are so sophisticated. Uh <laughs> Sretton the Savage, how you doing, Sretton? Uh, I feel very sophisticated this evening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anything less would be uncivilized. It all goes back to wrestling. Hulk Hogan did promos for Right Guard. That's right. <laughs> he did? Anything less? Yeah. I can't yeah. do it. Ah, I lost my Hogan. Um, <laughs> joining us again from 
the sometimes joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From the sometimes he's on the GG Stalin and yeah. Absurdity Junkies podcast. Which, we don't even know anymore. Yeah, I don't think they know what's going. That's what happens when you name yourself. After G.G. Allen and Joseph yeah. Stalin. You just bring that chaos on and it just cusses your and ass. And it consumes you. Well, it's definitely, <laughs> exactly. a yeah. definitely a risk. Yeah. We got Bobcat Davini in the house. How you mm-hmm. doing? Yeah. yeah. Good. Decent. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. What? And with us for the first time, what do you want your name to be? Uh, you can just call me James. <laughs> <laughs> Brother James over here. Brother James. <laughs> uh, okay. Got a good friend of mine, Brother James. Uh, haven't seen him in a long time. Been trying to get him on the show, and he's wearing this sweet vintage Diamond Dallas Page T-shirt. So he gets a self high five. Well, we're gonna definitely uh, put on a little uh, show tonight, and somebody's gonna get the diamond cutter. So <laughs> fuck yeah, somebody's gonna get a can of whoop ass open on him. Hell yeah! <laughs> My Stone Cold's getting progressively. It's gonna be an hour and forty five minutes of oh hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People will yeah. love it. Um, before we get started tonight, I want to throw a shout out to Andrea. All the way out in Rome, Italy. That's right. JP Dub is worldwide. We're insane and we're worldwide taking over. Um, you can follow her on Instagram, uh, Instagram.com backslash bud underscore light here. That's bud underscore L I G H T H E R E. Uh, check her out. She does some really cool, like, diorama pictures of uh, moments in wrestling history. Like, uh, as for tonight's episode, tonight's promo artwork, you will see the first ever Stone Cold Stunner on one Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Hey, let's take a swig to that. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Salud! Oh, hell yeah! Are we counting? Are we taking count? Because we don't keep count. Yeah, check out her stuff. She's got some really... It's not just uh, wrestling a majority of it is, but there's a lot. I was, I was showing you earlier at the bookstore, you know, some of her promo pictures and stuff. They look fantastic. On Instagram. Yeah, it's pretty really cool. cool. It's action figures set up in, like, legit dioramas. Oh, neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neat, like yeah. little all-walking shit. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. And there's also, like, some Street Fighter in the mix and some Lego stuff oh, and uh, okay. Michael Myers. So. I like posed action figures. Tell yeah, the me story too. And f- Scenes, I yeah. love that. Good I'm shit. really into that. I mean, there's stuff so it looks so good that it go, dates back to old WWF magazine covers with like Andre and Mr. Perfect, and they're replicating backstage uh segments. And it's got like uh the macho king and the scary sherry. I've noticed a lot of the vintage stuff is definitely coming back. Oh, yeah, I mean, from it never finals, went away. Action <laughs> figures, it's yeah. it's big right now, yeah, because it has so much flavor compared to nowadays. Well, now it, everybody wants to re release. Everything that you know happened when I was a child, or you were a child, yeah. or you were a child. Well, yeah. you were a child a long time ago, so fuck what you think. Oh, uh, Who are you talking to? <laughs> I both of you old yeah, bastitches hey. up in here. <laughs> I'm not the one that's always talking about Ooh, my back, my knees. I'm no, I'm talking about. I can't. Well, my. Left. This is his voice when we're not recording. That's not true. I always say it like this: my back, my puss, and my crack. <laughs> my back, my back. <laughs> Juice calls me on the phone. And I don't check my phone, I just answer, I say hello, and he goes, Hello? It's me! <laughs> it's me, Jessica! <laughs> I just want to tell you about my backache today. <laughs> oh, daddy. Uh, so, shout out to Dre. Uh, check out her Instagram page, and please follow her. Uh, she's got some really cool stuff. Hopefully we'll do uh, some more work with her down the road. We'll have to wait and see. But moving on. 
Do you like the look I'm giving you? I wish we had video right now. That's why there was a silent pause. It kind of uh, makes me a little nervous, well, actually. But, uh, you know, I'm used to being nervous. Yeah, one more thing before we get to uh, Stone Cold, since we were on the uh, Rome, Italy, mm-hmm. or just Italy kick in general. Okay. I've uh, One of my favorite grindcore bands, Cripple Bastards, uh, they've been around for like 30 years. They have a new album out on Relapse Records. It's called... Do you want to know what it's called? James, I think you know what it's called. I want to know. Do you want to know? What about yeah. you, Bobcat? Everybody yeah. needs to get I, ready for I this. I love these fucking I names. I want to know. Wait, do you want to get like Leonard Cohen, this. where it's like, everybody knows. Everybody wants to know. Yeah. But anyway, Cripple Bastards have a new album out, and it's called... La fine cresce da dentro. <laughs> <laughs> like, and goodness. Yeah, you know, my how's my Italian sound? It's pretty on point, right? Yeah. That's definitely some uh, Rosetta Stone there, yeah. I yeah. would say. The Chef Boyardee motherfuckers ain't got you know. shit on the juice. Once again, that album is called La fine cresce da dentro. And you can check it out. You can download it. You can buy the vinyl. Check out relapse.com and check them out. I love it. It's some great fast uh, grind brutality. And I just had to share that, especially since... Uh, we're throwing a shout out to Andrea, and we had the whole Italy thing going on there. So, shout out to Cripple Bastards. What's the as name well. of that album? Sorry, that I album's forgot. called La Fine Cresce da Dentro. <laughs> <laughs> How we do that? La Fine Cresce da Dentro. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Sounds a little. My voice filthy. was starting to found, found sound a little robotic, like Peter Cetera. <laughs> is it? Is it safe? It's it's never safe. It's never sorry. Anyways. On to the point, the topic of discussion for this evening is uh, a gentleman who will probably... A gentleman. <laughs> I wonder how everything is gentleman. He's probably just a bastard like I am. Um, except he's a lot more famous and well-off. Swine! <laughs> <laughs> you swine! Uh, talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stunning Steve Austin. <laughs> when he had hair. Yeah. Superstar, too. When he had blonde yeah. hair. yeah. Or the ringmaster, however yeah. you want to, you yeah. know, we'll dive in a, a brief history, and now we're not going to be sitting here reading Wikipedia or anything. Give it, we're just going to give it to you straight from memory. Oh, oh, I did look ahead. Maybe in college football. Yeah, you no, know, I think he played some college yeah. ball. I think in Texas, the scholarship. Yeah, yeah yep. there you go. See, I didn't even have to look at the screen. Okay. Well, you, you can that. tell by his legs. I am the alpha <laughs> and the omega. Yeah, those sexy legs of his, you know. Beefy and muscular. Beefy and muscular. <laughs> they were delicious. And smooth. <laughs> All right. Um, back on track, you uh, bromosexuals over here. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. We, we've we alluded to him in the past on episodes. I don't think we've really talked much about him. Uh, me and Big Ed the Assassin, uh, shout out to him, who's not with us tonight, unfortunately, due to... Due to complications duty. of duty, <laughs> too much duty on a from his world famous chili. It's still stuck on the toilet. Fire it up! Fire it up! Fire it up! Sounds like a this victim of the Ed. Texas Chili Bowl. <laughs> That's not it. It over there. It did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for those of you listening, you better get that. Anyways, um, we we were talking like, hey man, we really need to do a Stone Cold episode and. Because, I mean, he is the guy that if you were to, him and Rock are kind of parallel as far as that mm-hmm. era, you know, and how big, yeah. and I mean, I guess you could say the Rock maybe surpassed him, becoming a huge Hollywood celebrity, yeah, because, but yeah. I, I kind of feel in a way, in the wrestling aspect, exactly. that he has it. Yeah. 
Um, that you're to me, right. Yeah. And I wasn't a huge Stone Cold guy like when he was on fire. I mean, I liked him. I never disliked him, but I was always because that's when Hollywood Hogan was running wild, running amok, dude. You know, I had to get on the Hollywood gravy train. <laughs> it was but, just too fucking sweet. But how many how many people have you seen uh, go through the transitions that he went through? From being a, a good guy to a bad guy, and still being absolutely uh, selling every seat in the place. Yeah, or yeah, you so, know, like I going mean, back to his his beginnings, uh, starting off in WCW, and this is like I said, all from memory. I'm not reading off a sheet or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, what I remember as a kid, he was in the Dangerous Alliance with uh, Paul E. Dangerously, one mm-hmm. Paul Heyman, which was a group that included like him, Medusa. Ravishing Rick Rude, I think Arn Anderson. We've talked about those guys. One of my favorite heel groups of all time. Oh yeah, in a WCW and Stunning Steve Austin, where he was, I believe, a television champion. He was also in a tag team, uh, the Hollywood Blondes with Flying Brian right. Pillman. Yeah. Oh, that was in WCW. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I liked him. I, I thought they were great together. Uh, I think they ended up splitting up and having a feud. So you can uh, Trump check me on that one. Yeah. But um, so. He was kind of floundering around there, and I think he. the story goes he ends up getting injured. He's at home nursing an injury, still getting paid back. You know, Ted Turner, when he was signing those paychecks, he had those, I don't know how much he was exactly making, but I'm sure it was pretty decent, even though he wasn't like a... It was close to 150000 a year, I looked it up. Did you? Really? Well, yeah, that's pretty damn even good. Even at that level? Say damn. He's, he was making like seventy, and then when he became champion, it doubled his pay. Nice. Then when he got hurt, they were like... Yeah, yeah, Eric Bischoff <laughs> fucking fires his ass. So what does he do? He runs to ECW. And Paul Heyman, well, actually, he Paul Heyman called him up and is like, hey, Steve, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm sitting at home drinking beer. <laughs> That's a, and this is true. I mean, you can fact check the shit out of that, and I will not be compromised. Um, <laughs> I might have to use that, that line. That's why I love... Stone Cold because he's so like close to my personality, and this is why millions of people loved him. He was very blue collar, assault of the earth, right? Right, kind of. and we'll yeah. we'll get to the development and the character of him um, here in a minute. You mean Sandman ripoff? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Sandman the other night, ladies and gentlemen. Doctor Jekyll, <laughs> he's here. So Paul Heyman calls up uh, Stone Cold. Like, hey, Steve, what are you doing? You know, he's drinking beer. He's like, Hey, what's going on? He's like, Oh shit, they fired me. He's like, you pissed about it? He's like, well, hell yeah, I'm pissed about it. He's like, why don't you come on our show and talk about it? So he goes on ECW and does these raw shoot vignettes on WCW, and he was cracking on Hogan in these things, and Eric Bischoff, you know, they used to call it uh, back when WCW had the Monday Night Show, it was Monday Nitro. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Monday Night Nyquil. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan, and, you know, great. they were ripping on him because they were older cats, and, yeah. you know, Stone Cold's that hungry lion coming up. Uh, so he did a lot of that shit, right? I, he really didn't wrestle a lot of matches. I think he only wrestled maybe two or three matches, if that, in Including, ECW. Uh, yeah, I, Mikey Whipwreck, I think he fought. What's he again, Sandman? Yeah. Whipwreck, yeah. now, I... Who's a I trainer now? I don't think that guy ever won a match, but I, I yeah, definitely yeah. know that he that was, guy was, was very busy. He used, to, he used to be the guy that they would come in and... Right, I mean, like, he hey, was... man, you're gonna do a job to this dude, and he and he would take some fucking horrendous bumps. Well, just like, uh, oh, what's the Dudley? But he uh, won, yeah, he won a tag champ well, with Cactus Jack. Oh. What was the small Dudley? Uh, uh, Spike Dudley. Spike. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, that guy just went through some horrendous matches. Fall guy, I mean, fall just, guy. That guy, I, I couldn't believe some of the uh, 
the ass whoopings that he took. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just but it got him. him over. Oh, man. I mean, he just, yeah. You know, and that says something, too, for guys that small that and everybody that wants it. We don't, by the way, James, we don't use the F word on JP Dub, huh. if you know what I mean. I mean, you, you can fix? say fuck all you want. Wait, wait, fix? Shut the fuck up, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to put this dude to give him a diamond cutter. You're gonna have to, uh, you know. Wait, wait, diamond cutter super kick combo. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of super kicks, oh. if you guys uh, check out, go to jpdub.com, which uh, will lead you to our YouTube channel. You can check check out the sweet super kick party I gave to one Anders Zappa Wallace, <laughs> right to the throat. A little bit of the sweet chin music. Yeah, some might the, tuning child. up the band. Are we? <laughs> some might consider it abuse, but we call it family fun. Well, you know. Everyone was laughing. <laughs> it's dinner seconds. table fun. Yeah. Uh, so I was using the cheat sheet, you know, Wikipedia. Yeah. And it, it did say that he, ironically enough, he got the, the stunner from Mikey uh, Whipwreck. Whipwreck? Yeah. Say oh, Whipwreck. Whipwreck? Whipwreck. Say it. Shipwreck? Say it. Not the G.I. Joe. Remember Shipwreck from G.I. Joe? <laughs> he had the, the bird on him. Isn't no? Isn't shipwreck? That's, no, that's shipwreck. From he was like the sailor guy. I, no, yeah. I think yeah. that's a Venture Brothers like character it. called Shipwreck. No, right, Venture uh, Brothers had a different name. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll wiki that. that off. Yeah. Damn it. Anyways, Stone Cold's time in ECW was very short lived, and it did garner some attention from guys in WWF. And he goes to WWF, and he becomes anybody. <laughs> oh, was no? it the Ringmaster? Uh, there you go, everybody. Sren, cue the applause. All right, thank you. Oh, guess what I heard? Uh, uh, it was supposedly Kevin Nash and uh, Jr. was the people's like, yeah, you should get this man. Right? Yeah, well, he was a great worker. I didn't know it was Kevin Nash who was the one who was like, yeah. Yeah, I know Joel, Jim Ross, and uh, old. By God, somebody yeah. say my name. By God, it's a slobber. I'll say barbecue sauce. <laughs> Barbecue sauce. His career could be cut in half, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tiny. His spleen could be broken. <laughs> you started it, Wallace. I did start it. Now I can't. Gotta it. love Jr. I love Jr. Man, he's a uh, he's a great commentator. Yeah, yeah. Hall you of know. Famer for but, sure. Uh, I mean, him and uh, Stone Cold, though, they he's he's called a lot of matches for that guy. Yeah, over yeah. the years in so many different organizations. Right. You know. Um, and we'll get to those, but going back to uh, Steve Austin coming in to the Federation stunning. at the time, yeah, stunning Steve Austin debuts as the ringmaster mm -hmm. with Ted DiBiase as a manager. He had the million dollar belt. Still have hair. He had a little bit of a buzz cut. He okay. was balding, you know. I at the time I thought I didn't necessarily like the gimmick. I thought he was a little bit doomed, but. I love that the million dollar belt was back because let's face okay. it, dude, the million dollar belt was the shit, dude. Uh, you didn't like it, Surratt? Agree to disagree. Oh, <laughs> dude, the million dollar belt was oh, fucking awesome. I looked dude. it up today and I was like, this belt is stupid. Hey, oh, man. Hey, but hey, was it really belt. worth a million what, bucks? What is Probably. it? Is no, it better no. looking that uh, than the new, uh, the current belt? So, I think so. I think it looks better in the universal title. Yeah, AK, uh, what they call it, the the fruit roll up belt. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Some harsh criticism here mm -hmm. from Bobcat. Uh, anyways, so he goes through this gimmick. He's kind of. Yeah, doing he's doing all right, you know. And then along comes what was it? Uh King of the Ring. Oh yeah. Oh Jake Snake. With Jake the Snake, that uh that famous segment where he beats Jake the Snake and he's like, you know, get this piece of crap out of my ring. And he's like, 
You know, you walk around here thumping your Bible, talking about your John 316s. Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. What? What? <laughs> the reaction from the guy to the left of him was amazing. That The guy to the <laughs> left of him was Michael P.S. Hayes. Michael P.S. Better than yeah. the badge or, USA. Hey, look, for the drop a little bit of knowledge on you, JP Wu faithful, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as he was known then as Doc Hendricks. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. you's got I, it. I have a question. Yes. Did he ad lib that? He line? did. He did. The Austin 316. Yep. See, that's, yes. and that's one of the reasons oh, why, why the shock value people say that. on modern wrestling on promos is like, why don't you just get fucking bullet points and just have them go with the character instead of like, Oh, you, you gave me a whole fucking Well, I give you code. bullet points and you get on here and you still suck, so you know. That, thanks, Juice. Thanks for the support. <laughs> I love you, Ed. It's that heel shit. Hashtag heel shit. <laughs> Hashtag heel. I not only do I thanks, ruin Dolph Ed's Ziggler. Street. Where's my zigzag then? <laughs> Down at the twelve elephants. Because you're the Street. hardest walker, Juice. Because <laughs> you're the hardest walker out there. I'm very hard, very big, very stiff must be half Italian over there. So yeah, he cuts his promo and then from there like sky's the limit. He he starts That's when he exploded. Yeah, he starts developing this persona of Stone Cold which I've kind of alluded to in the past uh the story of how he got that is sitting at home he's watching uh someone a serial killer. Kuklinski the, Richard the Ice Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Richard Kuklinski. Kuklinski, yeah. Yes. yes, thank you, James. I mean, it was okay. The character was inspired by Richard Kuklinski, but the the movie, uh, the name Stone Cold mm -hmm. was inspired by that Stone Cold Brian Bosworth biker movie. I beg to differ. Ed. Yeah, yeah. I fact checked this yeah. shit. Yeah. You what? Watch, you tell the story. Well, do you what? know how I got it? Oh yeah. Son of a bitch. It's actually uh, a lot less. Uh, well, the, from the killer, because they said that like it was something to do with like they were he had this stone cold look in his eyes or something. His nickname was, was Iceman. Right. He was a he yeah. was a mob hitman. Yeah. So he wanted to go with a gimmick ice something. Right. Then, and the WWE was oh giving him all this like oh Icy McGee. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he was like, I'm no, Icy no, no. <laughs> from Steve Austin's mouth. Settle down, baby. From Steve Austin's mouth, yeah. he he told yeah. this story. Right. His wife at the time was British. Mm -hmm. She made him a cup of tea. And she said, "You better hurry up and drink that right before it gets stone yeah. cold." Yeah, and he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, "Yeah, And that Just, that rang the and he was like, "Okay." And then after that, she asked, "Hey, have you heard?" La fine cresce da dentro. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, hell yeah, yeah. Sometimes it just clicks. It just clicks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's, that's how, and once it was, that kind of exploded, he got that whole gimmick, he comes in and he's doing this. I mean, the sky was the limit, because at the, you got to figure, at this time in WWF, you are, you're fresh off the Hulkamania run, like of the, like the mid to late 80s, early 90s. He's in WCW now, yeah. and this is actually... So what, Stone Cold, I believe the character, Stone Cold debuted like 96-ish? Yeah. Because he was feuding oh, with wow. Bret Hart at the time. Okay, so was that his second major angle? Because the first angle was Jake the Snake when he came up with the 316. Was the second major angle with well, Stone no, he Cold was, uh, Bret Hart? I, no, I mean, he, he had already been Stone Cold. I, as a matter of fact, I think they might have even started calling him Stone Cold at the King of the Ring when he did that Austin 316 okay. shit. Okay, okay. Um, like I say, you guys will Trump check me on that. Okay. And uh, so, but you got you guys got out there listening. Got to realize at the time, Hulk Hogan. You know, the, the, back in the eighties and early nineties, the fun loving, family friendly, kind of where they're at now, unfortunately, um, but not even as good. Oh God! No. The people were sick of that shit, and we're talking like yeah. if anybody lived through the nineties, and you know how dangerous and crazy 
the 90s were once mm-hmm. you start getting in the mid and late 90s and just a culture i mean musically entertainment everything was it was so extreme that you needed something like that because people were turn, tuning in to WCW because you had the NWO, which mm-hmm. brought this realistic approach. And it's like, man, these dudes are like really invading and they're like really kicking these guys' asses. And it's it's like gang warfare. They oh, they just mobbed rules? up and just yeah. started whooping ass everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And so for WWF needed something like that at the time. Yeah. And Stone Cold kind of spearheaded that. Well, you also had Shawn Michaels and DX who were there. To kind of spearhead the what they call the attitude era, yeah. which for some reason is everybody's favorite fucking era. And I, I hate that. I always call it the Monday Night War era. Because you See, cannot just look at yeah. the attitude era and say that was the best. Because yeah, there were was a lot of cool shit and a lot of like provocative and extreme and like holy shit type things. Mm-hmm. But go back and watch it now, and a lot of it's like, that was really fucking stupid. Okay. I, I think it was just off the wall. Uh, yeah, I think just, it was a lot of impulsive things right. that uh, were like, just uh, it was hit or miss for the sake of tits and ass. Well, I think some of those guys were allowed to, uh, or in a position to, depending on who they were working for, or what they were working for, were able to either go with the flow of their character, right, or kind of be directed in a certain way. Perhaps they, they amplified their personalities. Yeah. they did. Yeah, and and they struck gold a lot. Even like the lower mid card guides. Oh yeah of the Attitude Era back in the WWF. But getting back to what I was saying, at that time, they needed that spark. They did. They had Bret Hart, who was the big guy. You he, know, was he, was, he was a transition kind of two. Bret Hart would be kind of like the transition from the old era to kind of the like... The switching of the guard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Bret was still very much based in your traditional exactly. wrestling. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah, wasn't, yeah. He wasn't about any of the crude or crass humor or comments no. or any no. of that mm-hmm. shit. Um, no, he was just straightforward, just... Get in there and just right, just tear your limbs apart. I mean, that guy was yeah, amazing. Yeah. He was a great technical wrestler, probably one of the greatest of all time. Like yeah. I would have loved to see Brett versus Kurt Angle. You he know, had some like amazing that. stomps. I, I I love his stomps. I mean, he just gets you in the corner, and that was it for mm-hmm. him. You know, I think him versus Stone Cold, and uh, too bad Butchman Lee wasn't able to make it out tonight because he actually saw this match happen in Chicago. Uh, it was uh, WrestleMania 13, I believe. Mm-hmm. Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I, while I'm saying this, I think out of all the feuds besides The Rock that Stone Cold had, his mm-hmm. greatest feuds to me were like Bret Hart, Undertaker, Rock. And that, to me, that's probably okay, his, my it, top three. What feuds about the with petty Stone Cold. one, Vince McMahon? Well, that, yeah, yeah. That well, that's Kitter, yeah. That's though. we'll we'll get to that. Okay. Um, obviously everybody's gonna pick that, but I'm gonna talk actual yeah, wrestlers. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, going back to this match, it 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 really got helped get Stone Cold over because it, it proved what a tough son of a bitch he was. They took that beating, and if you remember, he was bloody, like, oh, and yeah. he was pouring no, blood I mean, out of his head. Like what they call a crimson mask, right? Yeah, crimson ghost. <laughs> Shout out to the misfits. I was actually uh, shocked to see how much that was just pouring out, dude. It was dumping yeah. out, and he I was mean, in the sharpshooter. Oh yeah, and instead of tapping, no. He just passes out. And so they say Brett wins the match, you know, and he's like, well, I never lost because, you know, I didn't tap. But I, as a kid, that was super awesome, dude. That It was like they took a little bit of that because that's something you would see back in the southern territories back in like the 70s and mm-hmm. 80s. Like oh, the, yeah. the Crimson Mask, like, like Dusty Rhodes or Rick Flair. Oh, would yeah, wear, yeah, yeah. You know, adding, right, adding color. Old guys. Yeah. And some color to sell it and oh, yeah. tell a great story. And that match is the perfect example. That's got to be. I, I would love to be able to ask Stone Cold himself like what he where he ranks that match because that's that's a defining moment in his career for sure. 
And then, so after this, you know, he goes through, Bret Hart leaves, goes to WCW, Stone Cold goes on, and he's feuding with guys like The Rock, who had joined the corporation, Triple H, The Undertaker. Um, Mick what, Foley. Yeah, the, going to The Undertaker feud, there was this one where it, it kind of got a lot of flack because The Undertaker crucified him. It put him on, you know, the Undertaker symbol, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, that yeah, T yeah, with yeah, the yeah, X. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they, you know, the Ministry of Darkness or whatever they got Stone Cold on, then <laughs> the they're raising it Darkness. up. Which they're kind of, to me, copying a little bit of ECW because yeah, the yeah, Sandman yeah, yeah, did yeah, that yeah, yeah. or Raven did that with the Sandman. Yeah. Sandman's still around. Oh, yeah, I bet you were. And yes, he is. Um, So they do that. They they catch a lot of flack for that. I just wanted to throw that out there because it, it, it was like, it's kind of weird. Like, why is this? Cult like satanic <laughs> shit. This is a little dark. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it was kind of cool. It was wrestling needed to go that way, yeah, at, they, at least for yeah. them, because WWE, WWF, whatever you want to call them, they have always been the more I want to say comic bookish of wrestling promotions, where it's always the over. The, wrestling's always had over the top characters, but if you look in like the old like NWA, AWA, and yeah, they did have some of that, but it had never been embellished on. Much like WWE has okay, ever yeah. done, a hundred percent. They are fully like real life comic book guys. Oh you know? yeah. I think if you uh, if if you kind of stay away from wrestling for a while, you really what? lose it. You lose it. You have to really pay attention weekly, almost in a sense, to these things because of the storylines and right. the characters and the direction that it's going. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get lost really easily. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, especially nowadays with all the promotions and stuff out there. Um, oh yeah. So you know, moving on. Stone Cold also had a great feud with The Rock, which they I think they headlined three WrestleManias. Yeah, three. They close out three WrestleManias together, which I, I still don't think has been done to this day. But you got to admit, though, when The Rock took that and he bounced himself literally oh, three quarters yeah, yeah. of the way out of the ring yeah, and bounced off the ropes. The I mean, the that was uh, Texas Rattlesnake. I never seen anybody take a stunner like that, he man. Had, I mean, they supposedly just, that was like the running know, bed. You, you know. know what? The Rock sold it good, but you know who else sold it good? Hey yo! <laughs> hey, the two I saw the toothpick go flying out. You know? Yeah. Hey yo! That's <laughs> right. Hey. Come on, dish it up. Where can can you get him on the line? Can you get Scott Hall on the line? Yeah, but far far away. So I'm out there. I'm out there. I'm out there with Dolly doing yoga. It changed my life. Me, DDP yoga. It's different kind of yoga. Dolly. All right, Scott, put the booze down. (laughs) Gotta go. (laughs) Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Hall, let's give it up. That guy is amazing. I only took 10 minutes with it. Thanks. (laughs) These guys are like, shut, shut up. I love the hairdo. Okay, move on. And we just gave him the clap. <laughs> Nothing like that. Nothing a shot won't cure. Yeah, right? Anyways, um, so, yeah, I, I think Razor Ramon, a.k.a. Scott Hall, and The Rock, definitely. And Vince McMahon, when he would take the stunner, <laughs> Jesus, he would go these convulsions. He's just like shaking. Oh. He turned into the letter Z. <laughs> <laughs> Oh kind of shook for a second and just kind of fell to his right, you know. <laughs> that is correct. That description. <laughs> so Stone Cold and The Rock have, have some killer feuds. What we're going to go into now is what everybody knows and everybody. This is what boosted WWF 
past WCW and really made Stone Cold the man he is today. Um, Vince McMahon versus Stone Cold. I mean, you guys, everybody, everybody in here watched that. Oh yeah, go down. Yeah. Well, Threaten, you were a WCW guy, so you really didn't get down with that, did you? No. Damn. But I watch it on YouTube. Open up a can of whoop ass. <laughs> I've definitely <laughs> gone try. back to a lot of that stuff that I haven't seen or I missed. I've gone mm-hmm. back and kind of. Uh, really watched some of that stuff you know and uh and uh, some of it's really great i mean it's just i love when he's got vince in the ring and he's in the camo and he's got that gun like this is fucked up shit pointed to his head and vince is just shaking (laughs) and he pisses his pants yeah and then he shoots and it's just the bang flag that pops out of there i think and then and then the best part Stone Cold's look at him, he's like laughing, and he fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Dick slap is my game. Take a bow, big man. Yeah, dude. He That's just the bottom straight, line. He straight dick slapped the shit out of him. There's so many great Stone Cold moments you guys can go on YouTube and watch. Uh, when he brought the beer truck out. Oh, man. And Stone Cold was one of the first guys who was like, that was his shtick to bring out shit. Like, he'd bring out a Zamboni or, mm-hmm. you know, the the beer truck was like the ultimate. Like, coming out, what was it? Was it was it a Bud truck or Miller Lite? It was probably Miller Lite. I mean, no one wants no, to be showered in Miller Lite. Wait, was it red or blue? We're hoping it was red. Budweiser. I think it was, was it red or was it blue? Let's talk about it for now. What, your dick or the beer truck? <laughs> Both, he's <laughs> got, <him. laughs> got it. But that was a great, that was a great segment, man. To watch those guys get soaked in beer, and Vince well, and Shane are selling the fuck out of it. Vince is like swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, those guys are just like doing laps in a pool yeah. of beer. I mean, it just couldn't even get out of within Dude, two feet of their own perimeter. They, they were back to being like at that. WWF went through this period, and like I said, after Hogan, they were in this haze. Like, what do we do next? How do we get back to being rock stars? You know. Mm-hmm. And once the Stone Cold era. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. That's what I consider it. Fuck the whole Attitude Era shit. It was the Stone Cold Era. Yeah. Stone Cold is the guy who the I believe, you can correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, sold the most merchandise he is. than yeah. anybody. He's still Which, to this day. Yeah, I think and I find that hard to believe because, dude, Hogan, Hogan was, he was like God back then. He I, was everywhere, but here's the thing with Stone yeah, Cold. Yeah, but Hulk, uh, St- uh, Stone Cold was so, like, blue-collar badass, though. Exactly, and that's why I was just getting Wh- ready to transition. Hulk Hogan with the whole pills, it's like, man, this is really cheesy. Like, Well, cheesy. you know, it wasn't just pills. It were prayers and vitamins, asshole. In America, Ed. Yeah. 
We're going to give you the big boot in the leg drop, motherfucker. This guy's uh, ruining the American dream over here. And the cutter. Yeah, and the cutter. You got a lot. And then the choke slam from the savage. <laughs> um, but that's what got people over. I remember being you know, in high school at the time, watching the shit unfold and it was you know between nitro and raw it was mm-hmm. it was just a great time to be a wrestling fan it was so great I like think... i i get these warm feelings of like it's almost like sitting next to a fucking fire and boner? being so comfortable yeah these boner pills i mean what little blue pills no just Chewable? don't take two or three of those you know <laughs> call me in the morning unless you're dead you might lose your sight but you can feel your way around <laughs> metal detector <laughs> it's like a hammerhead shock <laughs> Electromagnetic field. Tell me where the pussy's at. <laughs> oh, God, you guys are misleading me. <laughs> Down the primrose path. By God. Um, but Stay no, it gives course. me this great feeling of like wrestling was so fucking awesome back then, man. Like, especially if you were tuning in to both. Like, I was a disenfranchised WWF kid, right? I had watched both. All of us, basically, if you were in the wrestling and pretty much anybody listening, you started off mainly as a WWF kid, yeah. I would think. Unless, right. you know, down south, I mean, then you had, you know, predominantly NWA territorial mm-hmm. shit. But we all started off as WWE kids. And, uh, like, during that whole, like I said, after the Hogan thing and all the over-the-top comic book, like, say your prayers, vitamins and all that, and even though I still loved Hogan, I was, I was sick of that shit because it was very... Once you start getting into your teens and all that, the whole evolution with age, yeah, you don't want to hear that shit anymore. Yeah, and that's what yeah. that's what they did from a marketing standpoint. They went to like teens and college level kids that were they were pissed off, you know, or they were getting ready, you know, they graduated high school, they're going into the workforce, or these like these blue collar people, and that's where Stone Cold just struck a chord, man. <laughs> and it was like straight up, I'm the guy who does not want to fucking go into work. And hey, there's a famous decrypt line to, <laughs> to shout out to Brad Vanderzee. Go to fucking work, punch the fucking clock, punch the fucking boss instead. Yeah. You know, straight from the warm womb. Welcome to the workforce. Get your shitty life in line. I don't want to like work that forever. Warm womb. Yeah. Um, you who wants to fucking go into a job that they don't like? And, and I do, do every shit. day. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> I do every day. <laughs> shout out or no shout out. <laughs> I work midnight, so yeah. my I'm a little imbalanced at the moment. Uh, yeah. Um, but that's what Stone Cold really brought to the table. And that's why I think a, a lot of everybody, America, just gravitated towards this guy. Because it was like, dude, I'm going to come home. I'm going to drink beer. I'm going to go work the hardest I can at my job, be the best I can, no yeah. matter what the fuck it is. And if I get fucking wronged or pissed off, I'm going to take action and do it. Yeah, I won't tolerate it. Shit. It was a yeah. great American archetype. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when he became, uh, what was that, the the general manager? Oh, yeah. When yeah, he was yeah. kind of running well, yeah, the show we'll, for a while. We'll get, yeah, we'll get into that here in a, in a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, there was some good shit there, too. And the guitar too. playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two chords. <laughs> yeah. A little two strings. <laughs> With Kurt Angle. Yeah, Kurt yeah, Angle, yeah, I think. Yeah. Didn't, yeah, he sang a song for Kurt Angle. Yeah, yeah. but that's too much yeah. jumping, right? It was too much for Kurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but everybody fell in love with that shit, dude. And that gave wrestling its second boom. You know, to me, what started the second boom in wrestling was the NWO and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that's why I think to this day, and Stone Cold was so huge. And you could check him out now. I mean, he's got the Stone Cold podcast, which they've had on WWE Network. And 
other than that, it's I believe it's broadcast through Podcast One. Mm-hmm. Um, I've listened to quite a few episodes of that, yeah. and I just I love the way he comes off. It's just like no, not he's he is himself. Yeah, he's a very organic. Yeah, uh, yeah dude, sit in the chair, lean back, and just let it go, kind of person. Yeah, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yet still have this intensity where you can you can kind of feel like, hey man. Someone says the wrong thing, you never know. <laughs> Stunner oh, out of nowhere. Yeah, he's, he's, he's you know, stone uh, gold, man. So it's great. So if you're listening out there, Steve, shout out to your podcast and everything you've done. He's also got this beer out, the Broken Skull IPA. Oh, Is it yeah? good? I haven't had it. I need I to get a hold of something. That. I haven't tried that. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to check that out. But I want to transition right now into what you were talking about. So this is Stone Cold's at the height of his career, right? Mm-hmm. He gets hurt again. I think, was it Owen? Oh, Owen wait. Hart that gave him a DDT. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was a pretty or no, brutal. No, not DDT. It was a, it was a pile, a pile driver. driver. Oh, yeah, he yeah, broke yeah, his yeah. neck and he finished the match. Because his head dude. wasn't tucked in. No, dude. If you watch that, go on YouTube, guys, and check that out. His head sticks out a good six inches. Six inches and where it's supposed to be protected and just drove right into the fucking mat. And for those of you that don't know, underneath a wrestling ring, underneath there's like a mat, like cloth, and underneath that it's just like this table we got here. That's what they're wrestling. Planks of wood. Yeah, yeah, but you got to realize how Rub? high Owen jumped. So he got <laughs> fucked up from that, and uh, he he still wanted to work. And they were like, "Well, you know, you got to work within the system." Remember, they even played it into an angle, so it was cool because he was coming out and he was doing the GM shit and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And then uh, he ends up coming back, and I think he won the belt again. And this is putting us kind of like in the realm of like the early late 90s 2000s no is that where i come in where the whole like he got hit by a car yeah the rikishi <laughs> shit sorry yeah. i rikishi have to say, was I, sorry i have to say i'm defending rikishi and i like the heel tone because other than sorry that, you'll get your ass kicked after this he was just rubbing ass into people's faces not doing anything else so a heel tone with a breath of fresh air so there was no fucking fresh breaths being taken <laughs> Hey, man, it was something. It was something. It was, it was some dimples dimple and ass. a lot of flesh. You oh, definitely don't want to go through that stink phase. That's just uh, no. that's absolute uh, and he's a hall of absurdity. Hey, and he's a Hall of Famer. Rikishi? That's, yeah, yeah, dude, that's because that he's that Anawaii uh, association, well, okay. that rock family. You know, They're like wrestling royalty. But let's give acknowledgement to the to the Samoans. I mean, to the, to the family of all those people. Well, yeah, yeah. There's, so, yeah. Well, that's a, that's another day, another time. Right now, we're talking about <laughs> back off, stone, fucking cold, cold. cold. Steve Austin, I want, Austin I want, with a chair, with a chair. Goddamn, the middle finger, Austin. I, I that was dude. <laughs> J- <laughs> I, I really want to hear Jr. say something about Stone Cold. Just add a fucking so Jr. Bad. and Stone Cold went together like bread and butter, man. Those guys were amazing. Uh, yeah. You know, I used to play the old uh, video games. Oh, yeah. Years ago, I used to play mm-hmm. j- oh, specifically for the commentaries. Just, yeah. I would do a move just to, to hear the JR and the Stone Cold kind of stuff that was on those games. I mean, it was just... They, they sucked, though. Uh, yeah, you know. I mean, just to sit there listening <laughs> Those to games suck. I, I would love to do that sort of thing, you know what I mean? So. Which one? Was well, that the PlayStation? Hey, well, we've had a tournament, you know, Nintendo 64 tournament. I, I'm sorry, I missed that. Yeah, we, I was at work that day. You are sorry because we gave away a legit <sighs> replica belt. Well, it was a toy replica, but it was a replica none the fucking less of the winged eagle belt. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was working eighteen hours that day. Yeah, so. yeah, 
Stone Cold would have Sorry, kicked his it. fucking boss in the gun, then delivered a stunner and said, I'm going to the Juice Pro Wrestling, Nintendo 64, no mercy tournament. Hell yeah. Somebody, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? That's the other thing. Let, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been derailed so many times here. <laughs> Not that much, but yeah. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. Um, His shirts, his shirt, uh, that's, we're merchandising all that shit. Why he sold so much. He had shirts that legit said, fuck fear, drink beer. Yep. You know, I mean, they didn't have the U or whatever on it. It was, it would say like, fuck, like F and then the stone cold skull, smoking. the smoking skull. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the smoking skull, dude, that was an awesome title. When he won oh, yeah. the championship and he made it his own yeah. custom and it was, oh, yes. yeah. Better yeah. than a spinner belt. Oh, God. <laughs> Ed, shut the fuck no, up. No, man, that, that skull. I that, gotta take the cheese. You know what? That, that definitely, um, I would have to say that was definitely one of the cooler belts out there. I like yeah, that dude. one. Yeah. And it had the rattlesnake fucking yeah. skin on the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't ah. know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that was something. Man. Hey, it was too legit to quit. Yeah, hi, hi. Two live crew. <laughs> I think there's MC Hammer, but, um, you know, we'll get down with the two live crew. Uh, Stone Cold's merchandise was ridiculous. I think Ed still has, Big Ed the Assassin has, like, the middle finger. Remember the big styrofoam middle finger? Oh, yeah. Like, when... How awesome is it you can market a middle finger? You can market the phrase, fuck you. <laughs> That's It doesn't get better than that. And the greatest thing was is you would tune in, you'd see on Raw, and there were kids <laughs> with this shit. <laughs> so you don't feel don't bad for your that. if your kids are listening right now because, hey, in the 90s, it happened all the time, mama. You know, you, you definitely, I think that was <clears throat> more or less kind of aimed towards live events in a sense. But, I mean, the how finger? many... Oh, right. dude. But how many? Yeah. But listen, you go to a, a live event mm-hmm. and you go to those lines, those ticket lines, man. After a couple of matches, and you see the the uh, the merchandise booths. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a mile long. Yeah. I mean, these guys are these kids love that. I mean, these yeah. they're just buying that up. They man. were buying. Dude, Stone Cold shit would just it would sell. I Austin three sixteen yes. shirts were everywhere. They were just like the NWO shirts. That was WWF's answer to the NWO shirt, which at the time I think was like the hottest wrestling T shirt. You could get. I I, I still have one. I never wore it. But then I, I bought it. I what NWO or Austin? No, no, no. Austin, the Stone Cold shirts. Yeah. But I think I, they're probably more cool looking throwback of Stone Cold shirts than the NWO, right? All right, Ed. This is the last time you're on tonight. You're talking shit about the NWO. Right? I, agree. I disagree. Ed. <laughs> I think the NWO shirts. Yeah, NWO was the shit, dude. It was. Because okay, I thought Stone Cold was more of like a the machine. Whites. They had like more. Pro- I mean, NWO had a lot of. Too. Well, no, no. Stone Stone Cold merchandise. Yeah, I mean, they obviously Probably sold more. I mean, because it had more prolific designs. That's yeah, what yeah. I was thinking. They, he definitely had, and they had a better. Uh, merch machine behind them. I mean, Vince McMahon, even though when they were losing the Monday Night Wars, yeah. you still had a guy who had been doing this and promoting this shit and and really came up with the idea, I believe, of marketing a wrestler in the right way. Like, hey, okay, we have this huge gimmick. We have a Hulk Hogan or we have a Stone Cold in this case mm-hmm. who is beloved by millions of people. Action figures, video games, toys, trading cards, T-shirts, that's that's WWF. That's Vince McMahon's whole shtick, man. That's his whole thing, and that's why it's so big nowadays. Like when Kevin Nash and Scott Hall went over to WCW, yeah. they were the ones that were like, hey, man, you guys, there was no one really selling like their shirt. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, they would have some cheesy-ass like early 90s shirts, like some Steiner Brothers shit or whatever. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> Me and my brother, going mad at time. 
How'd I make my way on a Stone Cold podcast? I couldn't wait. <laughs> Large size of the world. Thanks, Scotty. Thanks for showing. No problem, Juice. Love you, man. All right. You want me to hear me do a math problem? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good on that. Uh, the only math we know is 316. Um, they they had this huge fucking thing going, this huge machine. And Stone Cold was, like I said, I can't repeat it enough, was the biggest. Pro- I, I don't know. John Cena's got to be closing in, I would think, on whatever. I don't know what the actual facts and statistics are, but Stone Cold did have some badass merch, especially if you're yeah. a white trash living in a trailer park. Yeah, but... but oh, my God. But, yeah. but <laughs> as opposed to Cena staying as active as he was, as opposed to Stone Cold being retired. Yeah, see, well, the thing with sense, Stone Cold... Uh, it, I think he sells. I think he people. He's more popular even to this day, even though he's been yeah. out of the business for a well, while. Because and and so Stone Cold. All right, we'll get to this real quick. We'll just kind of give a quick uh, follow up of his career. Um, so he wins the belt. He drops it. He wins the belt. He drops it. So on and so forth. Comes back from this injury. Um, enter the era that should have been the best era ever in professional wrestling when WWF bought WCW. And they did the invasion angle. Huge fucking flop and mistake. It was totally misbooked. That's for another time. We yeah, could do a whole nother show Buff on Bagwell. that. Yeah, yeah, Buff. <laughs> Buff was the reason Bagwell. they failed. Uh, American, don't, males. <laughs> American males. American males. American males. American males. <laughs> you know what's weird is I actually have that on iTunes and I listened to it the other day. This is a true story. Got you moving with your coffee, did it? Written by Jimmy Hart. Hey, baby. <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> oh God. Um. But yeah, that should have been the greatest angle ever in wrestling because you had the three big dogs were finally able mm-hmm. to all go at it and Sting with versus Undertaker. They didn't. Well, uh. they didn't have those guys. So yeah. you know. <laughs> well, they had Undertaker. But anyways, getting back on track here. Um. At that time, Stone Cold did the swerve and went WCW and all that bullshit, and it just didn't really work out. He comes back and, you know, they do their shit where he's back with WWF and then he goes heel again. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I mean, Austin was still on fire, dude. Like, why would you turn this dude heel? You know, and it, it just, that's kind of when he was, he went with Mr. McMahon, remember? And he was hugging him and playing him lullabies yeah. and shit. And he was with Deborah. <laughs> yeah, and with like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was totally opposite. And it was, it was a huge buzzkill, man. And then shortly after that, um, he leaves because they want him to go on the Raw and uh, drop a match to Lesnar with no build up. No build up, and I agree with Austin on oh, this. Yeah. There was, he's like, "Where's the money at? Where's the program? You know, you want me to just go and lose to a, a new kid just because he's a beast? <laughs> Wait, you think I'm hardcore Holly? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so it didn't make much business sense, and I agree totally yeah. with him on that. So he took his ball and ran home. Now, was it the best decision? Yeah. That's, you know, yeah, it's kind of up in the air. But long story short, he comes back uh, and does one last match at WrestleMania against The Rock, and which The Rock finally goes over on him. And that was it. And we're talking shit. Stone Cold hasn't wrestled in over 10 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been way like 10 plus, like probably like 12, 13, 14. I don't know what mania that was. It was definitely in the 20s. Um, and that was it. And sadly, that sucks. I mean, yeah, he's. He's been around to give a few stunners here and there, and you know, sadly, we'll never get the Hogan versus the biggest match of all fucking time that could have happened 
had egos been set aside, Hulk Hogan versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like the guy who built the house and the guy that right. tore the motherfucker yeah. down and rebuilt it. God damn. Now you do, if you, if you guys go on YouTube and watch, there was a segment where it was the NWO, Hogan, Hall, and Nash versus The Rock and Stone Cold uh, in a tag match on Raw. That was Raw. the closest thing. That's the closest thing you'll ever get. And then I think there was also another match where Austin stunned Hogan when he was Hollywood Hogan still, but he was the red and yellow Hollywood in WWE. Oh, right. okay. And then Goldberg was already laid out on the side, so it was yeah. it was very weird. Um, okay. again, again, ego shit. You know, hey, I bought WCW, so we can't let their guys go over. <laughs> <coughs> Sting Triple H. Yeah. Um, yeah, so sadly, that was the end of his career, and he went. He wanted to go into acting, and then... I the he's done fucking movies right like he did Expendables is probably his biggest yeah that was his biggest then role. he went uh, to straight to video ones I had this one where he's in with uh, Michael J White that's pretty decent. yeah Spawn aka Spawn he's yeah. had he's had a few films out hey, there all Black Dynamite which is awesome yeah that is yeah an awesome yeah, movie. yeah yeah that's really good so what so you retired around two thousand five ish. Yeah, so yeah, around then, is you know, Stone Cold, he's done with wrestling at that point and um well, no, actually I think even before that it was it might have been like 2003, 2000 yeah, somewhere around there. That was a big change though right around that time. I mean, that was just coming out of the attitude era and that's you know, when it was yeah. like fresh. And, and, that's and when they the ruthless, angles. the ruthless aggression era. Oh, right. And a lot of people had tuned out. And that's when a lot of people kind of got it like, hey, man, wrestling just, eh, whatever. And I kind of yeah. was like that, but yet I would still sit you every still Monday. Had hope. You still You hope watched? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. dude, I've been watching it since I was five, you yeah. know? like, And I me know too. what it is at its core, but to me it's still entertainment. It's still a release, you know, from fucking going oh, yeah. to work every day and doing all this other bullshit, you know? And that's, that's one great thing that Stone Cold gave everybody. He gave you that fucking motivation and like hey man go out there grab that fucking brass ring do be as work as hard as you fucking yeah. can hell yeah and don't take no fucking shit and drink know? on the job what <laughs> right who can get paid <laughs> <laughs> just get like i'm doing it right yeah. now yeah where's my can where's my can throw that bitch to me yeah, guy's got like, like a cooler of beers, just throwing him, like whipping yeah, him at his and, head, and basically. You know, you know? yeah, drinking that, beer after he beer. He had a thick ring on, so when he would catch it, it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, it's a brass ring. Yeah, okay. and Vince wanted him to grab it. Why to grab that brass oh, ring? Oh, you punny bastard! I don't know how much girth is involved. In this. I, yeah, I don't know if it's a cock ring, but <laughs> it's yet to be, be the seven days of hell. A thick, non-vibrating. Um, but yeah, Stone Cold is gotta go down as one of. Okay, so if you're going to do a Mount Rushmore, and we've also talked about this a few times because it's anybody you have on the show, it's it's always going to be debatable. Mm -hmm. The Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. Not WWE, because I fucking hate that everybody thinks, like, oh, well, it's WWE, that's, that's professional wrestling. No, that's no. what they want you to believe because they bought out all the fucking competition. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. But that's not I mean, what it is. I started off with Windy City Wrestling, actually. Nice. Like, way back in the day with like guys like Dick the Bruiser and uh, yeah. Baron Von Rash, Crusher. Moose Cholak, the Crusher. Mm -hmm. I mean, those, my dad used to take me to uh, see wrestling events in uh, Valpo and uh, in Hammond. Okay. Yep. I mean, like, you know, with some of his friends, my, mm -hmm. you know, and... Uh, I, it's great. I yeah. would always have, like, one of those old school little cameras, you know what I mean? I'd, 
like make my way down to the entranceway where they would come out just to snap a couple of pictures. A couple so. of shitty pictures. I too. have <laughs> some amazing pictures actually. Like <laughs> really? Dusty Roads. Really? Macho oh, Man, Sensational Sherry. Did somebody say the Malcolm Brutus, Dream? Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Uh, Bruda. Oh, oh, Brutus. Um, I got pictures right now. I mean, man, I just you know that was impactful for me. I mean, to yeah. see that stuff. You know, I mean, it was great, man. Yeah, they used to have you a know, lot of legends that uh, would come through this way. And man, I mean, unbelievable. In the region, Northwest Co- Indiana. Coco Beware, Ultimate Warrior, yeah. all those old yeah. school guys. I seen Warrior versus Undertaker and Valpo in a body bag. Yeah, match. man. I mean, it was just amazing. And what, I mean, with the house shows, mm-hmm. but I mean, still, it was just mind well, to see that talent. Man. And yeah. that's why, you know, and nowadays, uh, there's a lot of up and coming talent that are. Great, that are guys that are going to end up in WWE, and you'll see them oh, in like, Japan or, or Japan yeah. with you know promotions like Black Label Pro uh, that bring these guys out. And <laughs> they're you're definitely have a good time. They're dude. definitely like looking at those guys that that bring something nowadays. I mm-hmm. mean, that just kind of. But these newer guys are also inspired by a lot of these older guys too. <laughs> well, yeah, and and I like mean, I said, how could you not be inspired by Stone Cold? But how could you at the same time ever aspire to? Be Stone Cold. I don't like, think not that... necessarily copy his character, but have that sort of impact. Because with him, I believe like yeah, he had a great character, right? It was a lot of it was kind of gypped from the Sandman, a good chunk of it. But it had more depth, and he but could wrestle it, better. But here's the thing, and this is the one thing that's impeccable and super valuable in any medium of entertainment mm-hmm. is timing. It was the right time. The right place for that to happen. Had Stone Cold's character nowadays, do you think that would have worked out? Had that shit breaking out now? No. Talk hell no. no. Oh, hell no. It went, and we oh, went, in the PG era. Oh, yeah. In the PG no. era, no. It would, you know, no. I mean, there was, it's just, I don't think it would have worked. It's too much. Shark. Yeah. Whoa, who was that? Shark. Shark boy. boy. The all shell. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. That was about the clam auto. You got the clam auto juice or whatever. I don't know what he had. He come out there with a hell yeah. Clam juice. Yeah. He did the shell. Yeah. That was about the funniest thing I think. Shark boy three sixteen says I just bit your ass. Oh yeah. Um. And at Stone. We talked about this last episode. I think Stone Cold actually. Doug, Doug, that you know, yeah. uh, you, just like Macho Man is. gave the gave the okay Jay to Jay Lethal and the Black Machismo, you know, that super cool, amazing. Uh, the Black Machismo when he did the Randy and the the Ric Flair for a oh, while there, yeah, that yeah. was just. I, I, if anybody hasn't seen that, you need to go oh, back the and Rick Flair see off. that. Mm-hmm. You need to. Yeah. yeah. So he's great. I Jay mean, Lethal's awesome. He's current uh, running and defending seen him Ring as, of Honor like, champion. Jay Lethal doing a Ric Flair impersonation or uh, Black Machismo. I never seen him like I'm doing Jay Lethal. Oh man, yeah. No, no, no he, he is did Jay Lethal the, for a while, but yeah, he's doing it right now. Yeah. He's no, Ring of Honor world champion for the se- se- second time. <laughs> um. Yeah, but to kind of wrap things up here, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you're going to do your Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. It's got to be, to me, it's probably Stone Cold, Hogan, The Rock, Flair, and how many guys are on that mountain? There's one more. Who's the last guy? Who'd you list? Stone Cold, Hogan, The Rock, Flair. Would you have to put Andre on there? Do you put Andre on there? Uh, I think we put Andre on there. Andre I don't know if he'd come there. from those French Alps. It's a little, uh, you know, foggy <laughs> up there. Can he make his way? <laughs> from the French Alps in Grenoble. <laughs> from Grenoble in the French Alps. 
I, I'm trying to get my uh, Howard Finkel. <laughs> I, as a kid, I used to always impersonate Coming down the aisle <laughs> in a combined weight. <laughs> Kilograms. <laughs> yeah. The cartel. <laughs> Put this back in my face. Yeah. So that that's kind of my... What do you guys think? Is that a little accurate? At least three of the four of those? Yeah. And Stone Cold's yeah. got to be up there. If we were to pick the two, I people might fucking hate me for this, but I'm going to say it's Hogan. Hogan and Stone Cold were the best to happen for the business. I'm going to say Stone Cold and Ric Flair. For the business, I would agree with Juice. I think so, yeah. I mean, those guys are definitely... Uh, Flair was the man, but he wasn't... Flair wasn't as worldwide accepted, yeah. even though he was worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> Flair it, wasn't, it, if that makes sense, but it, it really does, um, because he didn't have the machine behind him, yeah. dude. It, you know, he didn't have right. WWF behind right. him the whole time. He went there in what early nineties, mm-hmm. got a little run, then came back, and then you know, well, he even got bought then, out. He, I think even then, he, you know, Flair developed into more of the managerial role. Even when he was with WWE, even though he was wrestling, he was still kind of you know. Like when he came back well, okay. again, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Per- he was personally, so fucking old at the time. I want to mention something here. Personally, one of my favorite Stone Colds that I that I watched was with him and Booker T. When, oh, when he chased oh, the supermarket. It's called uh, disguised as a fireman. Stone Cold is disguised as <laughs> a fireman. He, he chased Booker to that uh, what was that the frog or the green frog market or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he whooped his oh, ass, dude, aisle by aisle. Yeah. He threw that eggs was all one of over the him. He's best, like, "What's the flour uh, here? Two ninety nine peanuts on sale." And just threw a bucket of peanuts <laughs> on his head of egg flour. I mean, he tarred he rang and feathered through the fucking. That he took was, him through the checkout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the greatest. I love that. Oh, he, he, segment. He I took love the milk that. and fucking put it yeah. together <laughs> like the beer cans. <laughs> it's like yeah. it beat the shit out Get of a little Booker vitamin D. C right up there. Oh, yeah, okay. dude, that that was a great that he had so many great moments, and you guys can check it all out on the yeah. on the WWE Network. Um, Stone Cold, shout out to you. He he, he, he sounds like uh, through his podcast and some of the interviews I've seen. Like I said, it'd be like hanging out with one of us. Like he just seems like a badass motherfucker to just sit and drink beer with and like talk about Not fucking nowadays. wrestling. Because he does DDP yoga. Well, you know. Well, you know, they broke the mold when they made that guy, man. I mean, he's, you know, he's... Oh, he's, yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody has ever tried to really... Uh, well, you, well, you can't. I mean, you can't uh, yeah. copy the guy, and you can't... You may be able to take some influences from the guy, but yeah. it, that would be too obvious. Yeah. yeah. It, and that's I think the thing. if there's one person uh, right original. now in, in Impact Wrestling, Eli Drake is a guy who's killing it, who reminds me of a mixture of Stone Cold and The Rock. Yeah, but in his own way, and you can tell this guy's influenced by him, and he's just he's killing it. So shout out to Eli Drake on that, and uh, shout out to Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm glad we got to talk about him finally. I'm sure we, this won't be the last time, considering no. who the fuck he is and what he does. And uh, yeah, I'd like to thank you guys for joining me. That's definitely a legacy, man. With him, I mean, uh, of brutality, know, household name, man. Uh, brutality. Yes. Hey, blood, sweat, and beers. Right? Blood, sweat, and beers. That's the bottom line. Blood, sweat, and beers. Fuck fear. That's what he would say right now if he was here. Right? He would say, "Give me one of those juice wisers over there." <laughs> <laughs> he would say it just like that too. Hey, Wallace. Yes. If somebody wanted to contact anybody, 
that's working for the Jews Pro Wrestling Podcast or yes. is a part of it, how would they be able to do that? <laughs> oh, well, that's simple, Sren. You can call the Jews Pro Wrestling Hotline! You can call the hotline at 1-872-267-4199. Would you like that again in your rear? It's yeah. 1-872-267-99. We're not ready to see you yet. That is just absolutely scary. <laughs> I think I got cut. <laughs> he killed me. <laughs> I love it. Hey, but check us out. Uh, if you're on Facebook, join the Juice Pro Wrestling Universe. That's the JP Wu. That's our group on Facebook. You can also find us at Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. We're on Instagram at Juice Pro Wrestling. We're on Twitter where we love all our Twitter followers and there are an abundance of you guys and we greatly appreciate that. We love to interact with all of you, share love, stories, ideas, thoughts, and cherish them forever. You can follow us on Twitter at JPW Podcast. And uh, <laughs> I wish I could promote your shit, Ed, but you just kind of... <laughs> You're kind of like a fucking dust bunny in the region. This guy just runs across the street in the snow, does he? A little bit. Where where can they check out the Gigi Stalin? Uh, podcast. Uh, you got you got podcast iTunes. Matter of fact, wait, wait, wait. Sorry to rudely interrupt you, but when more importantly, when are you going to be on another episode? What of Juice or Gigi? Gigi. I don't fucking know. program, does he? Out there. <laughs> oh, God. That's the running gag. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'll show you the running gag. Just uh, let's wrap this up so we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you, uh, they can catch you guys on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Check mm-hmm. out uh, past episodes. What are you on? Podbean? Or Facebook, SoundCloud, Lipson? iTunes. Yeah. 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 Stitcher. Cherish the thought. Stitcher, yeah. yeah. Check it out, man. Yeah, and James. James is just a guy who likes to go to work, drink beer, and have fun. I like to listen to metal. Go to work. Yeah, listen to a little metal. Yes, I do. Yeah, except hey, hey, sorry, Steve, but uh, (laughs) he ain't rocking that disturbed. Oh, get up, come on, get down with the rattlesnake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that was so whack. That I, I fucking hate disturbing. When when they brought that shit in, it was like, oh god damn. We we try to keep it real around here. Yeah, try to keep it heavy. (laughs) Yeah, real fucking heavy. Oh, by the way, before we end, um. Stone Cold's theme, possibly one of the best of all time. Absolutely. Sure. I, 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 whenever I walk in the work, I just want to hear that glass break. <laughs> like, I want to throw somebody in there and say, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, hey, we all love Stone Cold here. We hope you guys do too. And if you don't, hey, call us, leave us a voicemail, yeah. leave us a comment on YouTube or any of our social media pages and tell us why the fuck we're wrong and you're so right, why you're so righteous and I'm not. Maybe there's an imbalance of imperfecties here. Yeah, I don't know. You know. Yeah. People have a different opinion about different things. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe but, you're you all know. just fucking right, and I'm wrong. Could be that they they just have their blinders on, and they don't they just don't see the truth. It could be, but it also could be that they just don't know how to. Could be that the Illuminati got to them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, the body dropping in on the late fucking. Hey I man, gotta jump in when I hear something is not right. How did this guy come all the way from the Baja? The governor. How you doing, governor? World, I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) How many? What do you think about this wall our president's building? (laughs) They're not going to make it. The Illuminati will not let it happen. (laughs) Worst Jesse impression ever. (laughs) (laughs) They got to (laughs) go. Hey, was was it as bad as this? La fine cresce da dentro. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. So if you guys don't think so, it's about time that we... Wet them up. 
when I'm up, when I'm up, when I'm up, when I'm up. From Grace. By God, also in the chair! It's like anymore. punch my butthole. <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.